welcome to week four of the Duke uh, football pick podcast. We got me and Scott down here in the basement of the Duke. And then we got Justin uh, talking to us in Omaha. Say hi, Justin. Howdy. We're also joined by Buck tonight in the basement. So yeah. if you hear any barks, that's Buck. Um, yep, he'll be here for the first 15 minutes or so. Um, we don't have any guests this week, but we're hoping it's still going to be an exciting episode. Um, let's just get right into our week three pick results and what the updated standings are. Um, well, Justin, I'll let you start since you had the best week. I had a phenomenal week at 12 and three. And it pushed you into second place, right? It sure did. Yep. We got Bryce at first, Justin second. You, Jason and I tied for third, um, Dash in fifth, and then Justin P in last place. So, yeah, Justin, you had a good week. Uh, I know you tried to just to, to use some strategy for that, didn't you? A little bit, a little bit. Oh, it didn't work, though. Because, oh, it did work because I picked Iowa, and you guys all picked Iowa State. Yeah, you broke the cardinal rule and you picked Iowa, but it worked out. One point, and that was. Uh, did you see? Did you guys see the 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 last punt by that Iowa had and Iowa State? Like one kid guy ran over the returner. Yeah, the muff punt. Yeah. The Iowa band also got their feelings hurt by the Iowa State fan section. And cops got involved. I saw that article. I don't know. There's a rain delay. I thought. It hurt Iowa State's momentum a little bit. And, you know, delays like that always ruin the the momentum of the game. So, if it hadn't had a storm down and over the, over there in Iowa, might have had a different result. But, yeah, that's what I kind of thought, too. Um, me and Scott had uh, subpar weeks. They We had a rough week of picks. Uh, our first losing record week. So, hopefully we can turn that around in the upcoming weeks. I uh, I went seven and eight, um, dropped down to a tie for third place with Scott. Um, I don't know if we missed the same games or whatever, but both ended up with a seven and eight record. Yeah, after a pretty good start, rough week there, dropped from first to third. Um, but some games I missed on that. Bryce has been high on Kansas State, and I had Mississippi State there. Um, you guys see that quarterback tackle? That was pretty cool. I still watch that, and I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, that was, that's something you see in, like, NCAA crap like that. The USC game uh, was surprising to me. And then um, what other one was I surprised by? Oh, we didn't pick it last week. But the Maryland-Temple game, like, Maryland had o- averaged over 60 points in their first two games, and they come out and score 17 against against Temple. Um, Temple scored – or caused three turnovers that was a big reason but i mean maryland was looking scary there for a little while but who knows now yeah i had that temple maryland game as a possible upset um from a week of no ranked matchups but yeah that was a pretty cool game i wish well if we would have picked it i don't think anybody would have chose temple no yeah i would chose maryland for sure i would have chose maryland too i was gonna ask you guys last week if you got thought they would be a threat in the Big Ten, but I guess maybe they're starting to cool down. Uh, I still really say if they are, if they aren't. Um, Maryland wasn't bad last year either, and so they're they're on the right tra- trajectory. So I don't know. We got to see how they do against um, some actual Big Ten competition. 
see if say if they're a threat or not. But somebody else who I thought might be a threat, Minnesota, um, they're three and zero. But last week they won 35-32 over a Georgia Southern team who no one would say is a juggernaut. Um, so that's that's three combined wins now by thirteen points for um, PJ Fleck and the Golden Gophers. But I mean, a win's a win, so they're three and zero moving forward. But they don't they don't look amazing for. Is it year three here under PJ Fleck? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I just looked at uh, their current record and nothing flashy about it. But I guess a win's a win. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want to do our trending picks, trending up and down teams from the draft? Yeah, we can. I don't have much. I mean, all my teams won last week except Iowa State. And I mean, it was a non-conference game, so it's not going to hurt them too much. Um. Clemson, if I want to say trending up, I got them as my college football playoff champ. They blew out Syracuse, but Syracuse might not be that good. The only thing that's a little questionable about it is Trevor Lawrence has not looked good so far. Yeah, I got him trending down. He's got five touchdowns, but also five interceptions. So um, not looking good for Justin's Heisman pick. Yeah, he's going through a bit of a sophomore slump here, so we'll see if he can get out of it. But I mean, they look good regardless of how he played. They have talent all around him so that helps him a lot and then uh, virginia tech won but they barely beat a Furman team who is fcs yeah i thought uh were they down in that game they were yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah i got virginia tech turning their way down i don't think they're gonna get six wins and i don't think they're gonna win the pack or the acc so yeah um some other ones that i had trending down were Almost all of the ACC picks, except Clemson, they're just, I don't, I don't know, the ACC is one of the worst conferences in college football, or worst Power Five conference in college football, I think, this year. Um, I just, Clemson's going to win that conference, so all of our other picks don't really matter, I guess. Yeah, if we're going to go, for if I, for trending down for a whole conference, I'm going to take the Pac-12. Pac-12 does have six teams ranked. Um, now in the polls, I mean, none of them are, are really high. Utah's the highest at 10. <clears throat> but I thought that USC loss to, to BYU really hurt the conference as a whole because I don't – USC is the only team I see that has the talent to even really compete for uh, the playoff. And, I mean, Utah's a good team. They're probably going to win the conference, but they're probably going to have three losses. So you could get a even a four-loss Pac-12 champion. So um, – Without USC, with that chance to go undefeated, um, even with like a Washington State, maybe I'm I'm already taking the Pac-12 out of the the chance to be in the playoff. I I do have the the Cougs, the Washington State Cougs, as a trending up team just from the last couple weeks. Uh, their quarterback Anthony Gordon has over 1,300 passing yards with that air raid style of offense. So. I do have them trending up, but like Scott said, I don't know. I don't think there's going to be a college football playoff team in Pac-12. Um, another team I have trending up is Bryce. Bryce is Kansas State. Him and Dash, Dash were, yeah. were the only two that picked Kansas State last week over Mississippi State. So watch out for the Wildcats, maybe. But other than that, I think I had Houston – trending down after they lost to Washington State. I felt like they needed that big win to make a run for the 
uh, bowl game. What do you call it? The New Year's Day bowl game. Oh, yeah, New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. Um, and uh, Kentucky lost the SEC game. So, yeah. I don't know who had them picked. Uh, but, yeah, those were my – Trending up and down. Did you have anything, Justin? Or... Yeah, I had uh, I had UCF trending up because they had a they had a pretty big win over Stanford, forty five twenty seven. They won, um, and and like you said, Houston lost. So I mean, that really that helps them um, in that group of five. Um, let's see. Yeah, I didn't didn't really have a whole lot. You know, Texas A M got the bi- a big win. I have a little quiz for you. Uh, they played a team with the initials L A M. What do you? Where do you think that is? L A M. That's Louisiana. That's my guess. Louisiana. It's not A and M. Um, it's Lamar something, right? It is. It's the Lamar Cardinals out yeah. of out of Beaumont, Texas. Ah, I was gonna guess Texas. You should let me finish my thought, Justin. <laughs> but you just said Louisiana. Well. Uh, yeah. I said Lamar, man. Come on. They got they got the Texas A&M got the big win over the Lamar Cardinals at sixty-two to three. You know that, that's always good. Um, other than that, I had I had all my teams win except for Syracuse, which was my ACC pick, which was my last pick. I did not expect anything out of them. So overall, I'm still feeling pretty good about my uh, my picks. Yeah. Uh, to kind of go off what you said, um, my group of five pick is Memphis, and they didn't lose. Um, but I'm going to have them trending down anyways because UCF looks really good. And Boise State looks really good. So for any other team but those two to make it, those two are each going to probably lose two games and not win their conference. So I don't I don't really like any other group of five team at the, at the moment right now. So. Yeah, just to add on to that about what you guys were saying, uh, the All-State playoff predictor has UCF at – a 30% chance of winning out, I think, is what I saw. And a 9% chance to make the playoff as of now. So, I guess those are your stats they give them right now. But I thought I like your trending up for UCF. Yeah, if somehow they do make the playoff, that'll help one of us out because that means somebody else is going to get that group of five game. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think that'll happen, but we'll see. Um, Justin, going off your little trivia, we're going to go into a new segment. Uh, we told you to study some maps uh, this weekend when you're down, but it's uh, where in the world. So here's a little trivia for you. We're going to give you the name of a school, and you have to try and give us the state that it's located. In. Well, how about that? I had no idea that was going to be the, the trivia <laughs> game, and I already, asked, I already quizzed you. <laughs> you... Uh, you told us you were putting some serious hours into studying maps, so we'll see if it paid off. Serious hours. All right, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I'm starting with the Northwestern State Demons. Northwestern State, they just played somebody this week, didn't they? This last week? Probably. Yeah, I mean, well, the some Zero. Power 5 teams. I'll look it up. So um, Northwestern cheat. State. Oh, yeah, here's what we call Demons, demons. That sounds like a big back east kind of mascot. I'm gonna go North Carolina. All right, that's good. That's a good pick. I'm gonna go. Give me, give me Maryland. All right, um, Justin was closer. It's in Louisiana. Ooh, I can't say it. 
the town Natchitoches, Louisiana. <laughs> They're in the Southland Conference of the CS. Uh, you want to go? Somewhere? Yeah, I got I got one for you guys. Um, I put this on the Twitter poll, so Twitter listeners, this is your answer for the week. Um, where is Austin P located? Their mascot's the Governors. They got a a guy with a really nice mustache as their as their mascot. Is this is this a trick question? Because my guess is going to be Austin, Texas. Well, okay, that's a that's a good guess. I, I know the answer, so I won't. I, we already we talked about this, but Justin, it is not a trick question, and you are incorrect. It is in Tennessee, so Justin's zero for one there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're you're zero for one over here too. Uh, Northwestern State Demons played LSU last week, okay. lost sixty-five to fourteen. Yeah, Austin P is in Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, go into the next one. Where is Fort the Fordham Fordham University Rams located? Fordham. 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 That's in New York, New York City. He's pretty confident. I'm going to go New York. <laughs> All right, you guys got that correct. Yep. Justin did put some hours in. How so. do you know that one, Justin? Uh, there's some guys on my barstool podcast that went to or went to Fordham. Oh, okay. Research uh, done by Justin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's one. Uh, where's Marist University? The Marist Red Wolves. Maris, huh? They've all been over on the east side. I'm going to go west and say California. All right. I'm going to say Illinois. Yeah, I should have stayed east. They're in Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie New York. <laughs> the Maris Red, Maris Red Wolves call Poughkeepsie home. All right. How about that? All right. Next. The Campbell Fighting Camels. Ooh, I've heard of these ones before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say Virginia. I'm going to go Virginia. I'm going I'm to stick to the East Coast again here. Um, I'm going to go Campbell. New Hampshire. Nope. North Carolina. <laughs> oh, damn. All right, here's one. Dart, Dartmouth. Dartmouth? Dartmouth. I don't know how to pronounce it, but they're green. Um, I'm going to go, it's somewhere, it's a Ivy League school, somewhere up in the Northeast. It is. I'm going to go Connecticut. Okay. It's good. It's a good guess. Justin, what do you got? I also knew it was Ivy League. Um, Pennsylvania. Well, this is both close. Who picked the New Hampshire last pick? That was me. Is it New oh, Hampshire? This, this week, or this pick, it's, it's in Hanover, New Hampshire. How about that? All right. Going on to my last one. Jeez. Justin. Uh, The Monmouth Monmouth University Hawks. Monmouth University. You want to go first here, Scott? Yeah, I should know this one, too. They play in the Atlantic Sun Conference, I think. So um, they're on Big South. Ah. Uh, now I'm screwed up. I'm gonna go Florida. Hmm. I'm also gonna stay over on the East Coast. I want to. I want to say it's up in New England. Um. Let's see here. I'm gonna go New York again. New Jersey. Ooh, damn. All right. For my last one, don't get. I'm not looking for a state. I'm looking for a city now. So we're gonna pick this game later. 
SMU and TCU play in the the battle for the iron skillet rivalry. I think it's our first trophy game of the year. Um, and it's a turf war for what Texas major metropolis? I mean, major metropolis? Like greater yeah, city area, yeah. I'm just, I mean, there's not, there's a couple that stand out. I know the answer here, Jason, so I'll let you guess first. Okay, I'll go. I wish I knew what part of Texas. They are like southwest, aren't they? We'll go. I don't know. We'll just go Houston. I don't think that that's not right. But Justin, what do you got? My the question. The question is, where is SMU? Right? No. Well, more or less, yeah. Which? What? It's a turf war for what major city? SMU versus TCU. Um, SMU is in the heart of Dallas, so that's what I'm going with. <laughs> yeah, that's the right answer, Dallas. I didn't really expect you to know that one, Justin. I did know. I I googled that one not too long ago because I was just curious. So I knew I was between Houston and Dallas was my two. Yeah, the, the Iron Skillet is played in Dallas. I think it's usually played in the old Cotton Bowl. Um, but yeah, look look for that game this week. Trophy game. Trophy games are always fun. So. Yeah, battle for the iron skillet. All right. Uh, all right. After that fun little segment, let's go on to some updated or new college football news. Got anything there? I didn't. I didn't look see anything big. Um, I didn't look a lot this week, but yes, yeah, so I don't have anything for this week. I I just have uh, Florida's quarterback Felipe Franks uh, injured. I think they said he's out with the season, so that kind of puts a blow in Florida's chances of, you know, making a big impact in the SEC, I think. But I guess their backup stepped up and actually made a comeback against Kentucky last week. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Florida's been really, like, snake-bitten with quarterback issues. Either can't find the right quarterback or this year. I didn't think Felipe Franks was amazing anyways. But um, he gets hurt and he's done for the year. So – yeah, we'll see if they can still make some noise in the SEC. I mean, I still think the SEC is a four-horse race anyways, and Florida wasn't one of those teams. Um, but, yeah, it changes things for sure. Uh, yeah. you got I, don't, the- I, I don't have much news either. I mean, just in terms of the top 25, there wasn't a whole lot of change. Actually, there wasn't any change in the top nine. So... There, I don't think with a get with a week of uh, no rank no rank games, there wasn't a whole lot of exciting news. Yeah, just talking about um, the top twenty-five. One of the things that I see, think is is wrong. I mean, Oklahoma is number four and coaches number five in the the AP. But how are they still below a team like like Georgia, who hasn't tested themselves at all, or even really Alabama? SEC Oklahoma- bias. That's how. Yeah, I know that. I know that's what it is. But Oklahoma, they played Houston, who's who's going to win probably eight or nine games. They played UCLA, who no one knew they were going to be dog shit this year. They are actually like going out there and testing themselves, and they're. I mean, they're not. They're still number five. They're still going to have a chance to go up in the rankings, but I just they're not getting any love from the media right now. Especially with how good uh, Jalen Hurts has been playing, that's that is that is surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's part of his uh, attitude after games where he's, you know, not satisfied is because of you're not getting much love. I mean, I get 
LSU getting a little bit of uh, up, like getting moved up in the rankings after they took on Texas. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, but you're right. Seeing Georgia taking on a whole bunch of Arkansas states is not yeah really just like yeah. they're not earning that. But. Speaking of really cool scene in Athens this week when the whole almost all the fans wore pink for um, Arkansas State's coaches wide. So that was pretty cool. Um, but to keep on the the top 25, I mentioned this earlier in the show. Um, Pac-12 has six teams in the top 25. I mean, four of them are 21.4. Um, but Pac-12 is actually getting some decent decent rankings this year after – I mean, last year they had – they won like two bowl games or something crazy like that. So the Pac-12 might be getting better, actually, even though I still don't think they're going to threaten at all for a playoff spot. So. I think that Oregon team is going to be better than people are thinking. I'm I'm sticking with them as my pick to win the Pac-12, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a quick question here for you guys. So um, Cal- California beat Washington in week two. Yep. California, so California's 3-0, and Washington's 2-1. and why is Washington still rated above California? I mean, I picked Washington, so that's that's good for me. But why is Washington rated ahead of California? Yeah, good I, question. That again, no sense. again, media bias. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, even the coaches pull Washington's higher. Um, yeah. I mean, is that just them thinking like so many games out of ten, like Washington will win eight out of ten games, and it just happened to be, or I, it could be. But the, I mean, three games in. It's too small of a sample size to do that. You got to be like, who beat who? Yeah. And when you when you actually have a head to head like that, it's it's I, that's yeah. about as straightforward as it gets to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. It, I mean, if you're going just AP poll, just switch them. Cal twenty two and Washington twenty three. Like it, it doesn't make that much of difference. It's, I mean, it's it just seems crazy to me that they're above them. I agree. Um, do we want to go into your segment, Scott? Um. Or do you got any more news? I don't have anything else. Um, yeah, do you want to do that before we go into updated playoff picture? All right, so here's – it's time for your favorite segment, Oh No Baby, What Is You Doing? Um, we'll start off. Scott, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, first of all, I'm going to start for Oh No Baby, oh no, baby What Is You Doing? I'm going to start with myself. Um, a lot of big talk last week about Kansas not winning two more games, and then they're, they're going to come out not even 24 hours later and blow out a team on the road that they're they're not even close to favored in in, in Boston College. Um, so I'm, I'm looking a little sketchy right now. They have only one more win, and I got to get a Les Miles tattoo. Um, they're they're not favored in any of the remaining games, but I don't know. It's it's a little bit close to call now, and I'm I'm getting a little sweaty here. But um, it was Friday the 13th during that game, so I'm going to chalk that one up to that. Uh, they're not – again, they're not favored in any of the remaining games, so I'm not super worried about it, but it is getting a little bit closer than it was. Um, for my second oh no, baby, what is he doing? Whoever's in charge of ACC scheduling, UNC and Wake Forest, two ACC schools, played a game that will not count for the ACC standings. That doesn't make any sense, does it? Um, your guess is as good as mine for why this happened. I mean, it's a rivalry game, but why not just switch out one of your conference games? I don't know how it works, but it seems crazy to me. It hasn't happened since Colorado played Cal their first season in the Pac-12, but that makes more sense. They had already scheduled that game when they were the middle member of the Big 12. So 
at the end of the year, UNC is going to have an extra ACC loss that's not going to hurt them at all in the standings. So give them, give them a shot to win that division without that loss to Lake Forest. Um, for my third, I have UCLA. I mean, it's just – it's tough right now, right, in, in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, three straight weeks, they've only scored 14 points. Like, that's rough for a Chip Kelly offense. And their defense has been atrocious. Giving up an average of 470 yards, 611 last week. Um, to be fair, it was Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma. But that's that's a lot of, a lot of yards given up. Um, this week, they go to Washington State. So, you can chalk up 0-4 start for UCLA, I think. And I mean, is Mike or yeah, Chip Kelly is is on the hot hot seat. So, I mean, we'll see if he gets through the season. But zero and four start. Um, who do they have after Washington State? It's another. They go to Arizona. Yeah, another okay team. I don't know if they're going to get a win there. They should get their first win October fifth. They get Oregon State at home. I'm thinking they pull out a win there. After that. They go to Stanford, and then they host Arizona State and Colorado. I don't know if you see them in the, winning the, any of those games. Um, at Utah, at USC, and then they play Cal to end the season. So Yeah, I'll give them a shot in that those Arizona State and Colorado games because they're at home. Maybe Stanford. Stanford doesn't look super good. But I don't see this team winning more than three, four games maybe. Yeah. So Four would be the cap on that for yeah, sure. Yeah, so that's – Year two of Chip Kelly. I don't know if they're going to fire him, but it's not looking super good right now. And do you have any? Um, yes. I had UCLA also. And then for the my second choice, I have the Akron punter Jonah Whelan. He has 22 punts this year, which Akron is bad 0-3. And he's only averaging 34 yards per punt. Um which most of the top-tier punters are averaging close to 50. So just imagine he is getting them. If they, you know, stall on their own 20, he's only getting it to the 50, 46 on the other side. He's averaging that far. So maybe that's why Akron sucks. I think I think Northern Illinois' quarterback had two better punts yes. against us last week than that. I do too. Um, maybe transfer portal there. Yeah. yeah. And then do you have any more? Nope, that was it. For my last one, I got Mike Leach, which I don't know if he belongs in here because it was actually pretty freaking awesome. Um, but if you haven't seen the video of him giving in-depth pers- perspective on the on a Pac-12 mascot fighting chances, you should go check it out. It's pretty funny. And to go along with that, um, wh- what do you think the chances for, for the, the Big Ten mascots would be? Like, how, how would Herbie Husker stand up against the rest of the Big Ten in, in a cage match of mascots? See, yeah. Um... Justin, would you like to go first on this? I I, I wrote this up a little bit, um, do a little skit, but what do you got? Justin? Oh, we seem to have technical difficulties there. We lost Justin. We'll go for Jason first with this one. All right. Um, I, did my, I did mine like a Hunger Games type scenario where um, they're all in a, you know, arena or whatever and they go against each other so i don't even know the hoosier and the fighting illini like i don't even know some of the lower tier mascots i have are the terrapins you know turtle top speed of like five maybe a gopher what's a gopher gonna do 
a buckeye. That's a chestnut tree. You know, that's just going to get chopped down. Might kill a Hawkeye or something on the way down. I don't know. Um, Purdue Pete looks like a weirdo. His his face is like three feet long and maybe eight inches wide. And he carries around. I don't even know what he carries around. But And then I got, I don't know, I don't, I'm not really a big fan of the Wildcat. So that was my lower tier. And I don't. I don't know about Herbie Husker. He's going to be good at – if you put him in his element in a cornfield, he's going to average 275 corn, um, two, 275 bushels per acre. But I don't know. He's not going to put up a real fight when he's fighting other mascots, I don't think. So moving on to my, my top five, I got Sparty from Michigan State, um, the Rutgers uh, Scarlet Knight, I, I like the mountain lion, the Nittany lion, uh, the badgers, and the wolverines. But when I was working it down to my top two, well, I got to ask, Scott, from your uh, history perspective, who do you think wins the the Spartan or the Knight? Um, I mean, the Spartan is one on one, and the Spartans really fought as a coercive, like a unit unit tactics. I mean, if you ever seen one hundred. Um, they're they're in their their phalanx position and and going out at the other uh, the other side with their spears and their shields up. So I'm gonna take the knight on that one. Knights are more more into that individualistic that warfare type. So I'm gonna go with the knight on that one. All right. So there you got the knight in the finals. In between the lion, the badger, and the wolverine, I I don't know. I I like the wolverine there. Um, it, it, the wolverine's kind of badass. Uh, some fun facts about the Wolverine. Uh, they have a very thick skin and fur coat uh, to defend themselves with, and they often scare off bears and wolves. So that's why, I, I mean, I have them actually beaten the knight. So I, my top mascot is the Wolverine. Um, I don't know if you agree or not, Scott, but that was my take on who would win in a mascot battle. Um, so I'm going to do it a little differently. I'm going to go East versus West like they do in football and see, see who is in the finals against each other. Um, is that what you did? No. Okay. I just, I I threw them all in a, yeah, I'm going to go down the list. Buckeye, no chance. Like that's a seed or some crap. So get that out of here. The Penn State Nittany Lion, they got a shot. I like that. I like the mountain lion idea. The Wolverine for Michigan, that's going to be a tough one. The Terrapin, I mean, they're slow, but also like what's going to pierce their shell. So I'm going to leave them in for now because they're just sticking around just on survival. Um, Spartan, I like them to take out the, the Wolverine and the Nittany Lion with their spear. So I'm, I'm throwing them out now. So we got the Terrapins and the Spartans. But again, what's what's the Spartan going to do to kill this Terrapin? Uh, have you, can I hop in? Have you seen the Spartans, you know, little skirt thing? Yeah, I have. It's yeah. got like a four-inch skirt. <laughs> I mean, it's leaving. What What's that important artery? The femoral artery leaving it wide open for okay so yeah the the, <laughs> the turtle might be able to bite its artery out or something so i'll look to okay i'll take the terrapin over the, the spartan right there um jason convinced me the hoosier i looked up a hoosier hoosier is just someone from indiana so if you got like the petersons out grilling or something and suddenly they're thrown into a cage match i'm taking well shit we got the turtle left <laughs> I always skip down to the, the Scarlet Knight. I'll take the Knight to kill the Hoosier. The Petersons are dead. And now we got the Terrapins and the Knights. I mean, 
I think the Knight finally cracks that shell open, gets her done. I'm throwing them in the finals. To go to the West, um, I don't even know what a Hawkeye is. If you just, like, pop an eye out of a Hawk, I don't think they're going to do much damage to anyone. Golden Gopher, cute, not lethal. The Fighting Illini, like, if you watch Mike Leach's thing, they got the Ute in Utah. This is the same thing. Like, he says, do they have a bow and arrow? Do they trade for a rifle? I don't think that's allowed in uh, the stadium, so. Okay, okay, so I'll, I'll... maybe he's got, like, a one of those arrowheads in his pocket. Yeah, if he's got a, if he's got like a tomahawk or an arrow, I'm gonna take him. So I'm I'm throwing him in for is the the upper hand right now. On um, the Cornhuskers, um, if you give Herbie a combine, it doesn't matter who's who he's up against. He's gonna mow him down. So I'm gonna say Herbie has a combine. So I'm taking him as the favorite. Um, Badgers are tough. Not gonna win. Um, Mike Leach was pretty low in the Wildcats, and I think what we need to talk about here is like what kind of Wildcat is this. Is this like a like a puma? Is this like like just your normal house cat that you forgot outside and is I was now going with like you forgot it out there for a week and now it's wild. Okay, well then yeah, wildcats no ch- no chance. And the boilermakers, I mean, it's an engineering school. They're a bunch of nerds trying to trying to run trains and shit. I think so. It looks like I got Herbie Herbie Husker in the finals with his his John Deere. And Herbie against the Scarlet Knight, um, if this is a joust to combine against a Warhorse, I'm taking the combine. So I guess maybe a little bias here, but I'm taking Herbie Husker to, to win the, the mascot cage match. I, I, li- I like the pick, so but I'm not going to disagree. Can you hear me this time? And we got Justin back. All right, Justin, what do you think? All right, like I was trying to say before, I could hear your whole last segment, but I just couldn't join in. Um, I really like the idea of old Herbie Husker in a combine mowing everyone down. Um, let's see here. Who's your second pick then? Mm, that's a good question. I, I I like the Spartans. I think the Spartans would be a would be a. Even with the combine, I don't know. Spartans are. I mean, have you seen three hundred? That's uh, they're they're pretty much pretty big badasses. Wearing a four inch skirt, man. Yeah, he Just is. Google a picture. Yeah, he's buff, super buff, but he's it's embarrassing. Have you seen three <laughs> hundred? We have. I have. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I feel like that's all the that is all the proof you need that you know. Spartans are badasses, even if they are wearing a four-inch skirt. All right, so are you taking the Spartans over over the Cornhusker in the final? I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be against Nebraska, but I feel like those are the one. That's who I picked initially, but I didn't know when I picked. I did not know Herbie had a combine. Yeah, well, I see, I didn't, I didn't know we were throwing machinery in there either. That's just up for debate. I mean, if you want to give like. The Petersons in Indiana machine gun. I guess that's up for argument too. <laughs> so, I mean, I played Homerism a little bit and gave Herbie a brand new John Deere combine, but he's in the brown. He has access to him. I'll, I'll allow it. Well, that was fun. Um, I don't know if it was as good as Mike Leach's, but well, maybe we'll have to get his take on the, <laughs> on the Big Ten. I'll, I'll tweet at him, see what he responds. Um, so do we want to move into the way-too-early look at the college football playoff? I do. I got some thoughts on this. So, um, I'll just go. Mine's pretty simple. My preseason picks were Clemson at one, 
Alabama two, Oklahoma three, and I had Michigan at four. Uh, my updated picks, top three are the same. And, you know, I really want to keep Michigan in there, but I feel like one of these weeks they're going to lose. And I'll just, if they do, I'll have to throw Ohio State in there. But right now, I'll just keep it the same and see if I can take her all the way to the end. But Justin, you want to give us what you got? Um, yeah, I don't remember what I picked um, first week, but I, I like the top three right now, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia. But I think Oklahoma is going to get in there. I think Jalen Hurts is going to – he's looking real good for the Sooners, so I think I like them in the four spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do like the top three as it is at the moment, but we're talking playoff look, and Georgia's going to have to play Alabama eventually. So I got my top six done, um, what I think is going to happen. I think Alabama is going to be the one seed undefeated. Clemson's going to be the two seed. They're going to get out of the ACC unscathed, undefeated. Ohio State has a favorable schedule. Um, they got Penn State and Wisconsin at home. They just have to beat Michigan on the road, and they're going to win that division and probably win the conference. So I got them three undefeated. And Oklahoma, I don't really see – Texas is really their only test right now in the Big 12. Um, and they play Texas, ISU, and TCU at home. So that's a good-looking schedule. And they got the best player in football in Jalen Hurts. So I actually have them undefeated. So there's my bold pick for the year. First time ever we're going to have four undefeateds in the playoff. like it. And then we ha- then I have Georgia at five. Their one loss is going to be to Alabama in the, the championship game. And six I have interchangeably between LSU and Auburn. Um, I think both of these teams are going to end up with two losses, but that, that SEC, um, that name, that brand um, is going to have them still in the conversation even with those two losses. I mean, I think LSU is going to lose to Bama and Auburn but still be in the mix. And Auburn has a tough end of the year. The last three weeks, they got to go to Georgia, and then they got to play Alabama. So that's tough for them. But I think the SEC, if if Ohio State or Oklahoma has one loss, um, there's going to be two SEC schools in. That one loss Georgia getting in over one loss Ohio State or one loss Oklahoma, that's just how I feel. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Georgia's going to get in either, unless, like you said, uh, somebody loses. But I honestly think the most likely team to lose is probably Alabama to Georgia. So I feel like one of those teams is going to be undefeated. The SEC champion is going to be undefeated. So yeah. put whoever you want there. I was going to ask, what made you have Alabama over Clemson? I just uh, this going back to how Trevor Lawrence has been playing. I'm actually having compared to Tua in um, here. Not that Trevor Lawrence can't turn it around and have a good season, but if you just look at the first three game stats, Tua has been a lot better than Trevor Lawrence right now. I got um, Trevor Lawrence has thrown five picks and five TDs each. Trevor Lawrence, or sorry, Tua has thrown 12 touchdowns to zero interceptions. Um, maybe not against as great a competition as Trevor Lawrence, but I had to pick who would be one or two there, and I, I just picked on who, what quarterback had been playing better so far. I like it. Um, you got anything else to say about that, Justin? I know it's only week four, so. Yeah, no, I don't really have a whole lot. Um, and more weeks. I don't really have a whole lot more to add. Yeah, the first um, college football playoff poll doesn't come out until the middle of October, I think. So we still have a little while to wait before we, we see what the committee thinks about it. But 
Yeah, as of right now, I don't think you can change those top three. I mean, I would probably put Oklahoma at three instead of Georgia right now, personally, because they've been playing the best. But uh, you can, it's hard to argue it since it's so early in the season. All right, do we want to get into the Northern Illinois game talk? Yeah. Get a re- we'll run down what we thought happened during that game, what we liked and didn't like. Uh, Scott, you want to go first on this one? Yeah. Um, I, first of all, I really liked how the defense played. Defense played amazing. Yeah. Um, they were stopping the run. They were they got the one turnover. They blocked a couple, couple punts. Um, that looked really good for the special teams and the defensive side of the ball. On the offense, we scored a lot of points, and um, Adrian Martinez had a good bounce-back week. The only thing I'm worried about is I don't know if you guys noticed, but if it wasn't for big plays, we could not sustain a drive. It was – like, there was a lot of plays. It was first down, nothing. Second down, one yard. Now we're in the third and nine, and we got to convert. And a lot of times we did. Yeah. We picked up a lot of – like, a lot of third down and longs. But – when you get into conference play and you play some tougher defenses, you're going to have to be able to sustain drives and um, keep the offense on the field and actually pick up some yards um, on the, the short intermediate plays and not just rely on those big uh, Maurice Washington runs or um, the Dedrick um, Mills runs or whatever. So, um, I mean, I like the offense. They, they looked explosive, but they got to find a way to get some yards on first down. And another thing, it keeps – if we're – three and out or we're a quick score, our defense is going to be gassed in these games because they're always going to be on the field. We lost um, the time of possession, which I know a lot of spread teams say time of possession doesn't matter. But when your defense is on the field for – we lost, they, uh, Northern Illinois had the ball for 38 minutes. We had it for 22. Um, when your defense is on the, the field for that long, they're going to get tired eventually. So that's my thoughts. Um, good win. Needed that win. But still, think some some things to clean up, which I I guarantee Frost and staff knows. So, yeah, that's what I had. Like going by the eye test, generally a good game. Um, it does need like like you said, it can be cleaned up. But against a team like Northern Illinois, it didn't need to be crisp and perfect. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that I'm worried about is fumbles. We had two more, one lost, we got one back, but. I don't know how many that is on the year, but just turnovers are kind of killing us. I know they didn't have an impact in this game. Um, the safety was rough. Yeah. Swing pass in your own end zone, but, oh, well, it's two points. It didn't, like I said, it still didn't impact this game. Yeah. Um, other than that, I was trying to find our third down conversion. While you're looking for that, I can add some, Jason. Uh what do we think about the kicker situation? I mean, what was go what was going on there? What how many blocked kicks were there? Oh right. We had two blocked field goals and one blocked extra point, right? He was yeah, he was kicking it right into the Yeah, um, like, saw, are, are we so are we somewhere close to being able to solve that problem? Because this is uh this is really worrying me because if we get down to more close situations like that Colorado game, I have no faith in our kick, kicker right now. Yeah, well, we at the end of the game, we brought in a backup kicker, and he made a couple extra points for us. So we'll see if they keep doing that, or we'll see if Barrett Pickering can come back. Um, and there's a lot of talk on Twitter about how we shouldn't be giving the hate to Isaac Armstrong because he can't block for himself. But it wasn't the blocker's problem. Like, I, a lot of when you they block, were low kicks. 
Yeah, when you block for a PAT field goal, you're not going to be able to hold those guys back, like, completely. So it's up to the kicker to get the ball up in the air and over those guys jumping over the pile. And he's, he was – yeah, like you said, Justin, he was just kicking the ball really low. We need some MLB stat cast stuff to get the angle. What's the launch angle? Uh, I mean, to be fair, he's a punter, so I'm not going to give him any hate for that. But we do need to clean up the kicking game going forward. So I, 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 I heard they brought in some soccer kids to try out. I don't know how true that is. But I, I guarantee they're doing everything they can to find somebody to kick some field goals for us. Yeah. Um, to answer the third down efficiency question, we are six for 13 and one for one on fourth. It was a short fourth down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, good game. Hopefully we carry it in the next two weeks. Um, before we get into looking at – well, no, let's look at this upcoming week against uh, Illinois at Illinois Saturday at 7 o'clock. Same time as Amy's wedding. Shout out Amy and Jack. Yep. Yeah. Um, Getting so down to the Browns. Hopefully we can get this game at the wedding or I'll be watching it on my phone. We um, do have a projector on the way. So there we go. Um, I mean, I like Nebraska in this one too. Illinois is not a very good team. Um, I think it will be a little bit like last week. I mean, you're, we're going to win. We should win big. It's almost like we're going to have kinks. Like, let's work them out now before Ohio State. And, um, I mean, don't take Illinois lightly by any means, but that's just how I see it. Um, Illinois is starting a transfer quarterback from Michigan. Um, when Last year, if you remember, they started A.J. Bush. He transferred from Nebraska. So, it's kind of interesting. They are always starting the – the transfer quarterbacks, but um, hopefully the defense plays well again. Hopefully the offense continues to keep moving forward. Um, I think we should get a good win. Yeah, I agree. Um, right now we have a 74% chance to win, and I could even go higher with that. Um, Justin, you got the spread on this game. Yeah, we're at a 13-point favorite. It, it has doubled. I think the opening line was 7.5, so it's nearly doubled um, in favor of the Huskers. Uh, interesting fact tidbit I saw on Twitter today. This is the first time Nebraska has been a double-digit favorite on the road um, against the Power 5 team since 2013 when they went to Purdue. Jeez. Wow. So, see the trash talk from Barstool, Illinois? Yes, I did. Like. Yeah. Who's running that account? Like, yeah. Well, Got to be an intern or something. Yeah. They just – I think they just do that shit with Nebraska because they know that Nebraska has a huge following. They're going to get gonna get clicks from that. Well, yeah, it's a pretty smart thing to do to get some, some follows. But, yeah. What do you think, Justin? You got any thoughts on this week's game? No, I just I just think that Martinez has to keep playing like he did last game. Um yeah, I and our, if our defense is, keeps playing like they are, if Martinez plays like he did last game, I think we'll have no problem. Yeah, I think the defense, I mean, it's been a, a weakness the last couple of years, but at least in the first two weeks, like Colorado's second half was rough. But I think it's going to be a strength for this team, which is a really good sign moving forward. So we don't have to re- rely just on offense to get stops for us or to get to score points for us all the time. Yeah, on offense, I, I love the get – Get stole the ball. I love that tight end pass. 
That's a yeah. big dude. I like to, I like to see him get the ball, run some people over. Held his mullet after the Colorado game. I I, I didn't like that move, but uh, he said he was going to cut it or he was going to grow it until he lost, so he had to. But um, Nebraska's only allowing 82 rush yards a game, which would be really good if we can keep that up for the year. If you can force teams to pass, it's going to make them one dimensional and have a lot of better chance of winning games. So. Um, anything else about that game coming up on Saturday? Um, I just want to talk about this. I don't know what the chances of this are, just wishful thinking, but what needs to happen for college game day to come here next week, other than obviously a Nebraska convincing win and Ohio State wins? Or is it even possible? Um, let me pull up the schedule for week five. I, I think there's like two – yeah. Pretty decently ranked matchups. Nebraska's gonna have to win big. Um, we got Washington State and Utah. One of those teams is gonna have to lose. I was hoping Washington State would lose last week. Yeah, and then we got let's see Notre Dame, Virginia is a big game or a ranked game. I don't know if they'd get it though. Notre Dame should lose, so they'll go down. And yeah, but and then those are the only really big ranked teams that I see at the moment. Washington USC, maybe, if USC can get ranked again. Um, but yeah, you gotta we'd have to win big and hopefully Washington or Utah or somebody loses to make our game a little bit more appealing. But I think for sure we have to get back in the top 25, which I don't know how realistic that would be. Yeah. Well, we can, we can always hope and pray, so. But Anything to add before we get into this week's picks? Nope. Let's go ahead and do picks so we can we can catch the volleyball game. I agree. Uh, number, number one, Nebraska is hosting number two, Stanford. So it'll be a good game tonight. Yeah. Okay. So I'll get right into it. Um, game one, uh, Utah going to USC. Utah is a four point favorite. Yeah. Um, I like USC in this game. I do. Um, I think that that. BYU lost was a fluke, um, but I, I got USC. Uh, I got Utah uh, winning. I like how they were looking so far this year. Uh, USC coming off a loss to BYU. I don't. I don't think they're going to pull it back together. So I guess we're different on that one. Yeah, I also agree. Um, I agree that I think Utah's going to win. Um, it's in the Rose Bowl, and that Utah's still four point favorite. I like Utah. Are the games in the Rose Bowl? Isn't that USC Stadium? No, they play in the Col- LA Coliseum. Uh, U- UCLA plays in the Rose Bowl. Oh, sorry. I mixed that up. Um, Air Force uh, going to Boise State. Uh, Boise State's eight and a half point favorite. Yeah, I'm never going to pick against Boise State, so Boise State. Uh, Boise State, hopefully a convincing win. Yeah, I like Boise State, too. Um, this one is going to be a... I think we'll have a few different picks. Uh, I know Jason has Michigan, who is going to Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And they always say that uh, home home team is automatically a three-point favorite. So this is basically a toss-up game. Yeah, it's pretty much a pick em, uh with Michigan going to. Yeah. Bounce House? Is that what it is, or is that somewhere else? I think it's Bounce House. Yeah. Um, I like Wisconsin in this game. Michigan did not impress. It has not impressed me all year. Um, and I think Wisconsin's been playing really well. They got the best running back in the country in Jonathan Taylor. Um, home field advantage again. I'm going to take Wisconsin. 
Yeah, like you said, Justin, I have Michigan. I got to keep with my college football playoff picks. I think they come bounce back against that rough game against Army. Um, they didn't look too great, but they got a bye week last week, ready to prepare. Army had that run, heavy run offense. I think it's going to hopefully that prepared them a little bit for Jonathan Taylor in Wisconsin. So, Michigan. Um, I'm going with Wisconsin. Um, I mean, I just like the way they've been playing. And Michigan, who who almost lost the Army, I, I like Wisconsin this game. Yeah, good pick. Can I pull, pull a Lee Corso and say whoever wins the special teams is going to win that game? Yeah, I bet that's what he says on college game day. <laughs> All right, well, prop bet there. All right, next up we got Michigan State going to Northwestern. Michigan State's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in their uh, first game of conference play. They're nine-and-a-half favorite, really. Nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Maybe this is my Pac-12 bias coming out, but Michigan State was held seven points by an Arizona State defense who can't be nearly as – or can't be as good as Northwestern defense. Um, Arizona State rated 24 now, though. I see that. Are they going to stay there? Probably not. Um, <laughs> I'm taking – give me the Wildcats in this one. I don't think Michigan State is a good team. Um, going back to the mascot battles, I think Sparty beats the Wildcats. So I think they bounce back. I mean, their kicker made the last second field goal, but some dumbass was on the field. They had 12 guys who like, who is on the field for the kick or the field goal unit? Yeah. Like, what do you, don't you practice that? Who ran out there and was like, Oh, I'm going to join this time. I don't know how that happened, but yeah, Michigan state. I agree with Jason here. I got Michigan State. Um, next up, we got uh, Cal, California going to Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a two-and-a-half-point favorite here, which surprised me. It doesn't surprise me at all. SEC versus Pac-12, give me Ole Miss. Yeah, I got Ole Miss, too, with the quote-unquote upset with the rankings. But Yeah. Um, yeah, if they're going to Ole Miss, Cal's got a decent defense, but – I don't think it's going to be enough to stop Ole Miss at Ole Miss. Yep. No, I I, I like uh, I like uh, California here. They, I got them as a, a a better team there in the Pac-12. So I like California. All right. Um, Washington going to BYU. Washington is a six and a half point favorite. Yeah. Can, B- can BYU uh, beat another team from the Pac-12? Yeah, I got them doing it again. I got BYU over Washington. It's in. It's in Utah again. Um, something with the Mormons down there. They got some voodoo magic going on or something. Don't tweet at us. I'm not anti-Mormon. <laughs> but, yeah, I got BYU. I got Washington. They had a good bounce back week and killed Hawaii. So, I think they, they carried that momentum down to uh, Utah, down to the Mormon country, and get the win. I agree with Jason again here. I got Washington. Um, I don't think BYU, I think BYU is like Maryland is going to lose their hot streak here. Good call. Um, next up, Auburn or Auburn going to Texas A&M. A&M is a three and a half point favorite here. Yeah, I got I got Texas A&M written down, but if we're going to go off what I said in earlier in the pod about Auburn being that sixth team in the playoffs, I'm actually going to switch my pick and I'm going Auburn. Yeah, based on the two big games that these teams have played, I think Auburn looked much better against Oregon than Texas A&M looked against Clemson. I know that's 
not really compare like comparable yeah. Clemson and Oregon, but still the big games they've played in. I like Auburn going there and defeating the twelfth man. Uh, I was just gonna say the twelfth man here because I picked Texas A and M at A and M. I think that the the crowd's gonna play a role here, and I think they're gonna get the win here. Ooh. Next up, uh, Scott's Scott's uh, what did you call it? Battle of the Frying Pan? Yeah. You know, SMU going going to TCU. TCU is a nine and a half point favorite. Yeah, I got SMU is better this year. They got um, the, the 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 Texas Texas quarterback transfer. Oh, oh boy, what's his name? I'll get back to you on that. But I got uh, TCU. I don't think their SMU is going to be good enough to beat them. Um, I got TCU. They're my pick for the Big Twelve. So I hope. Uh, they come away with a big win here. Um, and that – is it Skillet or Frying Pan? Skillet. Skillet. Uh, SMU starting Shane Buchel. Sorry. You'll, you'll recognize his name. He started some, some games for Texas. Um, I got TCU here. Um, I didn't do much research here, so I can't tell you much, but I got TCU. Justin, uh, you want to go back to the App State and fighting Mac Brown game? I do not have that one down. So, yeah, go ahead. I don't have the spread on that. Do you know it? You uh, you must have forgot to pick this one. It's Appalachian State at North Carolina, Saturday at two thirty. Um, you're not allowed to pick North Carolina because you're not on the Mac Fighting Mac Brown's train. So the the spreads North Carolina, uh, three points. Um, yeah, Justin, I should have hopped off last week with you on the Fighting Mac Browns, and then I hop off this week. Actually, I think North Carolina lost their momentum. They're still a first year team under Mac Brown. Um. They weren't very good last year, and Appalachian State's hot, and they've been hot for for at least three years now. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Mountaineers there. No, I'm I'm along for the ride. I got a, a first class ticket on the Fighting Mac Brown train, so um, we're sticking with it to the end. Let's go. Can I get a free T-shirt or something? UNC. Um, we'll send them an email. See if there's one. <laughs> yep, I got North Carolina. Um, I guess I have no choice here but to go against the Fighting Mac Browns. Go App State. What's that state? What's that state's mascot? Mountaineers. Go Mountaineers. All right. Game ten. All right. Where were we at here? We got WVU going to Kansas. West Virginia is a four and a half point favorite. You skipped over Kentucky, Mississippi State. Okay, Kentucky going to Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State's six and a half point favorite. Yeah, Mississippi State. I got Mississippi State bouncing back after that. Tough loss to K-State, and I have Kentucky not bouncing back after that tough loss to Florida. I don't know, guys. I got Kentucky here. I lost all faith in Mississippi State last week, so I got Kentucky. That's kind of a toss-up game, and so I wouldn't say it's a bad pick. All right. um, Now going to WVU, going to Kansas. West Virginia's four-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I can't pick Kansas, or I'm just – just submitting to a Les Miles tattoo. So go Mountaineers again. Go West Virginia. Yeah, the battle for the Scott Anderson tattoo yeah. here. Um, I got West Virginia. Scott lives to see another day. Yeah, we, we all know here we're an anti-Kansas podcast. Go go West Virginia. What's kind of interesting about this game is um, I, I see this as KU's like last chance winnable game, and FBI gives them a less than a 35% chance to win this game. Uh, so that was kind of interesting to me, but like the rest of Kansas' schedule, I, I don't, I don't see a dub on there. So 
So they got to win this one. I kind of want to see him win it in like a crazy last second way. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Like, the other team gets a sideline in morning and then a penalty, and somehow Kansas gets a last second field goal. I don't know. That'd ruin my day. <laughs> All right. Um, I got Oklahoma State going to Texas. Texas is a six point favorite. Yeah, I like Texas in this one. Oklahoma State's a good football team, but they're not good enough to beat Texas. I got Texas in a high-scoring affair. Um, That's about all I got to say about that. I still don't think Texas is back, but I also have Texas win this game. Um, Next up, Notre Dame going to Georgia. Georgia is, of course, a 14-point favorite here because Notre Dame is always overrated. I agree. Notre Dame's overrated. Give me Georgia. Game day's here. We'll have Buck pick this game. Hopefully he picks Georgia because that's where I'm going to. Buck's 0-2, by the way, listeners. 0-2. He'll get back on track. Um, I got Georgia in this game as well. Um, Next up, I'm doing uh, Colorado is going to Arizona State. Arizona State's a 7.5 point favorite. Yeah, I like Arizona State in that one. they got a good defense. They've given up seven points in all their games. Um, so, yeah, I got, I'm going to Arizona State in there. Sun Devils. Um, after – if Colorado were one last week, I'd probably be going with the Buffs, sad to say. But after losing to Air Force, um, I'm going to have to go with Arizona State as well. Yeah, I'm going for Arizona State here too, um, partially because of Colorado's loss against – Lost last week, and then the other part because me and Jason have a cousin that plays on the Arizona State State team. So, really, second cousin, you know. Um, next we got our obscure game of the week. We have Doan going to Briarcliff. Homecoming, Briarcliff's homecoming. If I'm if I, am correct, you, I think you are correct. Um, the old stomping grounds, BCU played at BCU for two years. Was a part of twenty two football games. Won a total of one of them. So, great career there as a Charger. But Coach Wagner's got to turn around, and they look like the better here. I'm going to go Briarcliff. Go Chargers. So, from all all the stories Scott told me, I typed out Doan automatically because I was like, I can't pick Briarcliff. Can't pick the cliff. Then I did a little more digging. I I changed my pick to Briarcliff. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, they pull it out because I changed. So, We'll see. Yeah, I I also had Doan at first just because of, like Scott said, I knew what his record was there. <laughs> but I I didn't know until I just started reading off the game that it was Briarcliff's homecoming. So I'm going to change my my pick to the Chargers just because I think they wouldn't pick a game they would lose for their homecoming. Yeah. Uh, most of my friends there are now gone or graduated. But a buddy of mine, um, Stanton Lee, Running back there, he had a really good game two weeks ago. Ran the ball for over 130 yards. So hopefully he has a good game and the Chargers pull out the win. All right, so now we got the Husker game here. Nebraska going to Illinois for the night game. Nebraska is a 13-point favorite. Yeah, I think um, taking Nebraska um, 43-21, I think Nebraska is going to play well. They're going to get the dub. And um, we're going to go into Ohio State, three and one, not four and zero, oh, but still pretty good start. Yeah, I got Nebraska winning thirty-one fourteen. Um, I 
hope we actually maybe we can hold them to 10 i don't know but i think it's a very winnable game and then we'll we'll hopefully get to watch it at the wedding but you know ghost girls yeah um i got nebraska winning 35 21 here um like like jason said we'll be at the wedding but i still got scurs here i hope we can watch them yeah probably this is the second one you guys have been to and first for me in football season um for all you listeners out there don't schedule weddings during football games come on guys yeah gotta be smarter than that yeah or make it on a 11 o'clock game yeah but anything before we sign off guys uh shout out nebraska volleyball we're gonna go watch them yeah yeah Hopefully they get a big win tonight against Stanford. Um, on the black court, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't this a national championship rematch? I think so. Yeah. This is. The I thought, t- oh, they played Florida last year. That was two years ago. Okay. This was the team that drew like Kirby getting hanged or shot or something. Yeah. They made them do community service here. This the Stanford coach made the team do that's community ridiculous. service. I don't like that. But anyways, that's all I got. Yep. Go big red. Go big red. Go Spurs.